Welcome to Back on the Broomstick, a modern witch's spoken word grimoire, where two witchy best friends from way back delve into their magical history, discuss pagan theory, and provide magical inspiration for the neophyte, the high priestess, and everyone in between. Join us as we explore ritual, craft spells, celebrate the pagan way of life, and get back on the broomstick. I'm your co-host, Shell. I'm your co-host, Layla. And today we're going to be talking about the greatest thing I've done recently. I attended WitchCon 2023, and we're going to chat about that. I unfortunately did not attend WitchCon, but I am very much looking forward to hearing about Shell's experiences there, the presenters, what she liked, what she didn't like, and uh, get into some of the things that she learned. You know, I I wanted to do this episode about this partially because I'm still psyched as heck after it ended. Also, to give some perspective on a online festival, I've never participated in an online festival before. And I'll give you my honest thing. I was a little apprehensive. Well, we are festival goers. That's one of the ways we first met. That's how I first met my husband. You brought him to a festival that we were at, a pagan festival. So it's something that we have done with camping and outdoors. We did go with Phyllis Curat to an indoor festival uh, one time at a hotel. In, yep. Was that Blessed Be and Meet Me in D.C.? Yes, it was, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so we've been to a couple different kinds of festivals. But, you know, there's a first time for everything and an online festival. Why not? You know, like I said, I was a little apprehensive, but I was apprehensive the time we went to the hotel festival, and that was great, too. So this was called WitchCon uh, 2023. Basically, it was on Crowdcast. If you're not familiar with Crowdcast, it's think of it as like Zoom, but with rooms and a lobby. So two and a half days of workshops, seminars, drumming, opening and closing ritual, It was fabulous. And I was actually taken aback. I had a great weekend. It was hard to pull myself away from my computer. (laughs) I kept getting updates and you were so excited. It seemed like every class or every workshop was better than the one before. There is something to be said for that sense of connection. You know, being a solitaire, it has its pluses, but connecting also has its pluses. I think the biggest advantage to an online festival, you are literally getting people from all over the world. You're getting presenters from all over the world. You're getting participants from all over the world. It was fabulous. Yeah, being able to see perspectives from people, not just in your local area. And and like you said, even though you are in Salem, Massachusetts, you're still having a hard time connecting to local pagans finding local communities so something like this where you can gather with people from all over is really really wonderful there was a couple that stood out that i just wanted to mention just to kind of give folks a glimpse of the kind of awesomeness of an online festival first of all the dragon ritual drummers you know you and i have seen them in person at festivals. always a good time always an amazing experience I was like, oh, how's this going to go? A drum circle online? There's no bonfire, you know, there's no dancing barefoot in the dirt, you know. But let me tell you, I was getting my groove on in my computer chair. Yeah, dancing in your own room. Why not? You got to stand up. You have to at least stand up when they start playing. You felt it. 
You know how you feel it in a drum circle? Oh, yeah. You felt it even though it was online. It's the Dragon Ritual Drummers. How could you not? One of the workshops, which is relevant to our other podcast, uh, The Stoned Witches Hour, and oh my God, you'd love this one. There was this woman, Madam Z, using tarot in paranormal investigations. No way. Two of our favorite things, tarot, that you and I adore. Right? And paranormal investigations, which we like so much that we have a whole other podcast that talks about paranormal investigations and hauntings. How amazing is that? You know, one thing I learned is that there is a deck of cards. First of all, you and I need this deck of cards. It is called Kanjari cards. K-O-N-X-A-R-I cards. Oh, that sounds interesting. What are those? It's basically like a portable Ouija board. Really? We'll have to see if we can obtain a deck of them. Not tarot, but similar. They were described as basically, like I said, a portable Ouija cards. She talked about things like, you know, court cards can represent male spirits. So you can flip through the cards until you get a court card and say it's the Queen of Cups. You can be like, is there a female, you know, it, it can allude that there's a female spirit there that is similar to the Queen of Cups. Very interesting. Very interesting. It sounds to me like she's using the tarot cards as a, a ghost hunting tool, like a, another ghost hunting tool in her arsenal, much as someone would use the EMF. Or like a spirit box. Or, a, yeah, some type of spirit box, kind of a communication tool, you know, the, the flashlights that turn on and off. So these cards she's using are just another way to let the spirits kind of speak, give them a way to talk. Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Has she ever used them herself for investigations? And has she had any experience? Oh, my God. She's a paranormal investigator. So like she does a spiritual based business, you know, tarot, things of that nature. And then on the side is a paranormal investigator using her tarot, like all wrapped into one. Oh, wow. Fabulous. I'll have to uh, get you Madam Z's information. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put all of these presenters, we'll make sure to put links to all their information in the show notes. Absolutely. And a link to uh, the WitchCon so you can track it for next year. Another good one. This one was by uh, Brie Bella Cabot who is a part of the Cabot Hermetic Temple, Cabot Kent Hermetic Temple, I'm sorry, under the most glorious Lori Cabot, who just turned 90 this week. So Brie Bella Cabot did one on healing light and how to send it. Again, fascinating. It's definitely for folks into energy work um, and things of that nature. They talked about, you know, how you can pass energy through stones and just kind of project it. I don't know what the word is. Um, visually project it into the universe. All different methods of projecting healing. And that was absolutely fabulous. Did she have any examples of any particular stones that she liked to use or any techniques that were good to use? Well, you know, it kind of depended on the situation. She kind of went through a bunch of different stones as well as stones to not kind of suck up people's ick. Which is another good thing that energy workers need to do. If you're doing tarot readings or any type of energy work for someone, having stones to not suck up their ick are pretty important. You need to protect your energy. That was definitely kind of a cornerstone of a lot of these uh, workshops was get yourself in some sacred space to begin with and then 
release that, and if necessary, do some cleansing right afterwards. Top-notch presenters, absolutely. Another great one I want to mention is by another high priestess in the Lori Cabot tradition. Jack Shippaterris did fairy work in the Cabot tradition. Now, you and I have have kind of loosely based some traditions over the years on, on Lori Cabot's traditions. So Power of the Witch was one of our first faves. books. Absolutely. So this one was almost like visiting an old friend. We did some background conversation about the do's and don'ts of fairy work, how to appreciate the fairies, but not suffer the fate of the fairies. Talked about offerings and things of that nature. But what made this one really stand out is at the end not at the end, but like the the second half of the workshop, she put everybody into a meditation and, and kind of quote unquote, went to the fairy world, crystal countdown, visualization of talking to a fairy, bring him back up uh, using the crystal countdown method. Absolutely fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Oh, that sounds lovely. Were there, what were any do's or don'ts that stuck out to you? Don't thank a fairy. Do not thank a fairy. That is a big one, whether you're working with the she, with the fae, whatever type of fairy creature that you're working with, that's a big one. They take that as a binding promise and you don't want to be bound to a fae. Don't give them your name. If they say, what is your name? You want to better respond with, well, you may call me by. Um, So that was a big one. Offerings, um, we talked about whiskey, honey, I think someone even mentioned sprinkled cupcakes, um, things I like love that. that, you know, just remembering that they're just as much of a trickster and not all fairies are like that Tinkerbell. <laughs> hey, and I'm sorry, but Tinkerbell is no princess. If you look at the old movies, if you read the older stories of Tinkerbell, she's not exactly a sweetheart. <laughs> Be appreciative and be stern. I think being stern was probably, you know, clear, confident, speak like you're the one in charge. And that was very similar to what we talked about in our last episode where we talked about elements and quarter calls. When you call in elementals or the fae, it's important to be forceful. It's also important to be just as forceful, if not more so, when you say goodbye to them and tell them it's time to go, goodbye. You know, you're no longer welcome and shut the door behind them. So with the Fae or with the elementals, it's very important to be very clear in what you're saying and what you're asking and be very clear when it's time for them to go. Absolutely. This kind of circles back to the tarot and paranormal. Diana Rachel, I think is how you pronounce the name, R-A-J-C-H-E-L. Spirit Identification intriguing as hell by the way nice how to tell what kind of haunt you have i love it again goes along great with the stoned witches yeah i mean (laughs) go check it out where you get your podcasts not all haunts are human you know it could be it could be a fae um it could be a gin it could be your pet cat that just doesn't want to leave your side like not all quote unquote ghosts are human And this was a very interesting how to kind of tell, you know, is it trying to communicate? Are you seeing an apparition orbs versus black blobs out of the corner of your eye? Yes, they hold on. (laughs) If, If you listen to our other podcast, you know, I do love me some orbs. So they mentioned orbs in this class as well. 
Yeah, and orbs have a big fairy association. Interesting. Now, we have, again, in the other podcast, talked about how a lot of orb photos are lens flares or dust or uh, insects a lot of times. But then there's the ones that you just can't explain. And they seem to show up around energy sites like the battlefields in Gettysburg. They show up around graveyards and cemeteries. They show up in houses that have hauntings or hotspots, but not in places like right next door. Those are the ones that intrigue me. So since they are kind of found around powerful places, I wonder if they're very heavily related to the Fae. That would make a lot of sense. But some interpret that to be angel spirits as well. There's a lot of crossover between what people might think is an elemental slash fae slash angel slash spirit of a place. I think that's really going to depend on what your culture calls that. Right, right. So very good. Very interesting. Obviously, there was, I don't know, 96 other workshops. Um, I can't get into them all. But those were like standout, awesome time, made it so worth it workshops that I attended. It was great. And for whatever apprehension I went into it with, I was sad it was over. Okay, so you're online, you're in a video Zoom type situation. Did you feel magic? Yeah. You know, was there anyone in particular that felt, you know, magnetic or magical? You said they did like an opening ritual, right? Yeah, that was done by um, the hosts of the event, Hex Old World Witchery folks, and that run also Omen, both stores located in both Salem and New Orleans. They have a what they call their Salem coven that did the opening ritual. They are followers of the Alexandrian tradition. So very Wiccan, very traditional. Right, right. Very potent. Their elements in deity invocations, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Again, just kind of hearkening back a little bit to our most recent episode, did they call you know East Air, yes. South yes. Air, traditional, yes. and then a god and goddess for spirit? Deity was a little less traditional. Multiple goddess names under the guise of one. Okay, I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. Closing, very similar, but just kind of backwards, thanking all the elements and deity, uh, doing the release. But like I said, very Alexandrian, so very traditional, Wiccan structured. Fantastic. Ten stars, man. Nice. Recommend. Another beauty of it is being online. If you did attend and purchase a ticket, you pretty much have lifetime access to all 100 workshops. So you can go back and watch them a gazillion times and take notes, pick up anything you missed, pick up any workshops that you weren't able to attend live. 10 stars, man. 10 stars. I am sad that I did not attend. You know, I I was glued to my computer, wake up to go to bedtime all weekend. There are ones I missed that I am working on going back at right now. There is a whole one on spirit dolls. I am very interested in that one, by the way. That sounds really intriguing. There is one about hedge witchery. Again, very, very interested. I'm going to go back and be watching that one. How to bewitch with style and have magical presence. Everybody knows, especially if you listen to our other podcast, I'm so into spell bottles. They have a container magic class that I'm going back and watching. You know, they have voodoo spiritual baths for luck success abundance 
So as you can tell, an array of different things. There's household magic I want to go back to, Kabbalah for witches, the magic of keys. They have one on animal skulls, uses in witchcraft and spiritual work. Sounds like a festival that our listeners will definitely want to look into for next year. Was there anything that you took away from this one that you went to that, you know, a, a spell, a, the meditation? You know, honestly, for me personally, what I took away from it was getting back on the broomstick. Nice. So definitely reconnecting and finding non-traditional ways to reconnect. You know, if you can't find people locally, you can go online, you can find community there, you can find something with you know, such a wealth of information as this festival that you went to. You said you were glued to your computer all weekend and now you're you're diving right back into it. So it obviously, if you're looking for it, you can find it. Impactful, very impactful. There were several hundred people in attendance, you know, and as I listed off just a small portion of the workshops, you can tell there was an array, a, a, a huge diverse group of witchy pagan folk just having a good time we'll put a website in the show notes so people can you know take a look in case that's something that they're interested in looking up for themselves for the future the website is uh witchcon.com i'm not sure if you can if you can access this most recent one but they're already set and have a date and have pre-order tickets set for next year worth that So we didn't discuss magically things per se, but I just thought a good festival review for everybody would be a good thing because sometimes when you see these things online, you don't know if they are worth the cost. And I think when you go, tell people if it's good or bad. And this was a thumbs up and and definitely worth it. So I thought it was a a good break from the magic was to give a nice review. Join us next week as we delve into the magic of egg cleanses and divinations and try some of the newer fads that we're seeing online. So join us next Friday as we get back on the broomstick. See you then. Thanks for listening. Blessed be, witches.